it's Kayla Nehemia, sacred erotic self-love poet, mentor, mystic, and author. I'm super excited to be here today. Um, so those of you who don't know me, I'm a spiritual heart guide. I am a writer first and foremost. I help people to release their old stories and bring in the new story by writing, affirming, embodying their deepest desires. Um, I guide um, primarily women with chronic trauma, uh, you know, sexual abuse, child abuse, um, domestic violence, bullying, those types of things that are systemic and that are, um, you know, s stored in the body to release that, to truly live their highest uh, journey. Thank you for joining. Um, I am so excited because today I am talking about uh, Clarissa Pinkola Estes, as you can see, this is worn down, <laughs> been through the rain, <laughs> been through all sorts of things. Um, I love this book. I um, was just looking for a passage today, and there are so many. Um, but uh, before I go into that, I wanted to just um, take a deep breath with you. Let's take three deep breaths together. And the way I normally do these, I've been doing these for a few weeks. Um, I'm going to be reading some of my sacred erotic poetry. It's my sacred erotic poetry series on sacred sexuality and ascension. Uh, this has changed my life in the last three years and um, really embodying the divine feminine. I had a divine feminine mentorship that went over the 13 moons. I went through a business sacred circle. I became a sacred circle facilitator. Um, with other women to birth my business and I really just follow the divine feminine way and I found that that has helped me to balance my own energy so that's what I bring to the table to many of my clients so without further ado I uh, do some breath work a little bit of prayer and then I go straight into the passages and reading um, and then I'll share something at the end so um, let's take three deep breaths together at your own pace To relax and bring bring us back to center. Two more. And I just want to say a short prayer to just um, connect our hearts to each other. So if you have any crystals or you'd like to set an intention, please do so now. I'll say this aloud. Uh, if you want to close your eyes. Uh, we are calling in our guides, our light team, angels, um, God, source, universe to assist us in totally connecting our hearts to each other in this time of um, emotional upheaval and bringing the light within us and all around us, ushering in our wildish divine feminine souls, um, regardless of gender and just allowing ourselves to feel the peace and calm within. Aho, and so it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you can open your eyes whenever you're comfortable. So thank you all of you for joining. Um, if you don't know who Clarissa Pinkola Estes is, if you have never read this book, it is quite a, a tome. Uh, as I mentioned, it's over 500 pages. It took me about a year to read it. Um, and I and I didn't do it all in one sitting. Obviously, I took a lot of time. Um, thank you for joining. Great to see you as well. And um, it's it was just I've been brought up with a mythological background. You know, a lot of dream state. A lot, and this is what she she talks about. 
I believe um, she has a background in anthropology, um, but her words are just intense. Actually, Alice Walker says, Women Who Run With Wolves isn't just another book. It's a gift of profound insight, wisdom, and love. An oracle from one who knows. Uh, Alice Walker is another um, famous writer that I love. I love a lot of writers. I was a literature major. I love books. Um, and, um, and I'm a writer myself and an author. And my poetry book is coming out very soon, so I'm very, very excited about that. I'll tell you more um, at the end. So I wanted to read a little bit about in her intro, for those of you who might not know her, um, and those of you who do, um, I think her words are just, um, you know, profound. So it's always great to hear again. <laughs> um, so here we go. We're on page 21 if you have the book. It is our brush with the wild nature that drives us to not limit our conversation to humans, not to limit our most splendid movements to dance floors, nor our ears only to music made by human-made instruments, nor our eyes to taut beauty, nor our bodies to approved sensations, nor our minds to those things we all agree upon already. All these stories present the knife of insight, the flame of the passionate life, the breath to speak what one knows, the courage to stand what one sees without looking away, the fragrance of the wild soul. This is the book of women's stories, held out as markers along the path. There, they are for you to read and contemplate in order to assist you towards your natural one freedom. Your caring for self, animals, earth, children, sisters, lovers, and men. I'll tell you right now, the doors to the world of the wild selves are few, but precious. If you have a deep scar, that is the door. If you have an old, old story, that is the door. If you love the sky and the water so much, you almost cannot bear it. That is the door. If you yearn for a deeper life, a full life, a sane life, that is the door. The material in this book was chosen to embolden you. The work is offered as a fortification for those on their way, including those who toil in difficult inner landscapes, as well as those who, sorry, we must strive to allow ourselves to grow in their natural ways and to their natural depths. The wildest nature does not require a woman to be a certain color, a certain education, a certain lifestyle, or economic class. In fact, it cannot thrive in an atmosphere of enforced political correctness or by being bent into old, burnt-out paradigms. It thrives on fresh sight and self-integrity. It thrives on our own nature, on its own nature. So whether you are an introvert or extrovert, a woman-loving woman, a woman-loving woman, woman man, or a God-loving woman, or all of the above, you are possessed of a simple heart, or the, whether you're possessed of a simple heart or the ambitions of an Amazon, whether you are trying to make it to the top or make it through tomorrow, whether you be spicy or somber, regal or roughshod, the wild woman belongs to you. She belongs to all women. To find her, it is necessary for women to return to their instinctive lives, their deepest knowings. So let us push on now and remember ourselves back to the wild soul. Let us sing her flesh back onto our bones. 
Shed any false coats we have been given. Don the true coat of powerful instinct and knowing. Infiltrate the psychic lands that once belonged to us. Unfurl the bandages, ready the medicine. Let us return now. Wild woman howling. Oh! Well, laughing, singing, up the one who loves us so. For us, the issue is simple. Without us, wild woman dies. Without wild woman, we die. Para vida, for true life, both must live. Um, I was going to read another passage, but I just wanted to share. Um, so what this book brought to me when I read it was the ability to actually believe in my intuitive gifts. She goes through all these beautiful messages. She's, a, she's actually a Jungian psychologist, sorry. Um, I, she may have some anthrop anthropological background, but I know she's a Jungian psychologist because she talks about the myths and stories of the wild woman archetype. And um, so she goes through all these different stories. And this is a book about stories, women's stories, fairy tales, dreams, um, you know, all of these things, all of these... Um, uh, stories that influence our lives that construct the you know the social constructs of our mind and she you know she basically deconstructs them and I, I studied deconstructionism in school you know in, in college and um, you know Jack Derrida came to our school uh, to our university and it's just fascinating the way that she brings it up is fascinating to me and it's so deep like she said contemplate so it's not something that you can read you know, in a few sittings, in a few weeks, it's like really f going deep inside your soul and your psyche to who you are, what makes you wild, what, how do you allow that wildness to flourish and in, in your everyday life, um, in your passionate relationships, as a mother, as a friend, as a, a sovereign being. Um, I'm very impassioned about it. And um, I could go on and on, um, but I'm, I really love her. And, she, and how did she shape me? Well, she, uh, by listening to her, she'd say things like, you know, it's okay if you're a mom to pack your bags and just go out for a while, you know, because you need to connect to your soul. And that just really resonated with me as a mother when I was reading it with some younger kids. You know, sometimes I would go stir crazy. I was a single mom. And I just had to go, you know, whether it was just going out for a walk and saying, I don't know, I just got to go. Or seeing a friend for a weekend or whatever I needed to do, going on a retreat. I just used to do those things and I didn't feel obligated anymore. I felt obligated to myself. And this is what this book um, helped me to realize, that the obligation is always to my soul. And how does that connect to ascension and sacred sexuality? The desire that I have, I can allow that to exist. And I, it's, my, it's my responsibility to fulfill my own desires. If I don't fulfill my own desires, like she said, the wild woman in me dies. And I will not let that happen. So that is what truly helped me. And it helped me to ascend to a different paradigm, to a different perspective of life. Um, so I wanted to share a poem of mine that connects to that. It's called um, Diving Within. The darkness beckoned me. Hesitantly, I walked in trepidation. At first, I backed away and closed the door. As the door shut, I pondered and felt a strange curiosity. 
as I allowed a sliver in. This led me into its lair, concluded that the darkness allowed me to walk in my shadows. As it shone a flashlight on the deep inner recesses of my soul, I succumbed and submerged within. My heart opened wider, the walls crumbling down. Gently, my desire to come up for light, air, decreased. Breathing deepened and trust resonated in the oxygen flowing through my veins. My body acclimated to a new harmony of variegated light, shades, and hues. As I loosened my grip on the light, the delicate balance of my heart and soul coalesced into a symphony. The luminous colors of my own being set me reeling into distant worlds, uncertain and dazed. Finally understood the acceptance of my wholeness. The acceptance of my wholeness was a fissure of the infinite gorge of my divine soul. So this was called Diving Within. Um, if you like that poem, uh, I am publishing my poetry book. Um, and that should be out very, very soon. I actually just got um, some great news. I just got the interior pages from my designer. So we're moving on to, um, to getting uh, a proof soon of my paperback. And, um, and then uploading that into Amazon and other online bookstores. So very, very excited. And this poem is in there, as some of the others that I have read um, in these past few weeks. So why did I read that one? Because this book also allowed me to go into the shadows, those dark spaces that we don't like to look at, that sometimes make us feel sad, that remind us of our aloneness or our unworthiness or whatever um, feeling that we have that we're not enough. But the moment I stepped into that and just accepted it and allowed it and allowed it to flow, like she just beautifully writes in this book, it opens up to more. It's, if like any of you ever gone diving, that's why I wrote that diving within. If you ever gone diving into the ocean, um, you know that, the, that when you're wearing the regulator and you have the oxygen tank, you go deeper, your breathing deepens, you begin to relax in the darkness. I was always fascinated by the ocean's darkness. You know, those, um, those uh, animals, you know, the fish that you don't normally ever see and that they have a light, you know, they have, they're all sorts of like adaptive behaviors because of the, um, the lack of light in the deepening of the ocean floor. And I've never gone that deep, but you know, it, that really just resonated with me. And, um, and even when I, I did go diving a few times, you know, there's a silence there. There's a silence like no other silence. Um, and that's what really resonates with me, you know, to dig deep down into that own silence within ourselves. And that's a place of peace. That's not a place to be afraid of. There's no fear there, actually. The only fear that we have is going inside, going into the darkness. But the darkness leads us to the light. And she says that a lot in this book. Um, so I can talk for hours about her. Um, she is definitely, this is my Bible. Um, and I used to carry it around with me as I was traveling all over the world. And it just, um, it just really resonated with my soul. And it has a definite influence on my poetry, as well as my own thoughts on sacred sexuality and ascension. And just the divine feminine. I'm very, as I said in earlier, I'm very into the divine feminine energy of flow, of receiving, of acceptance, of surrender of accepting what is, you know, whatever's going on in your life right now, whatever emotions you're having, accept them. That's what they are. What will be, will be. 
you know, allow the divine to co-create with you. Um, you're not alone and you don't control the show. You have a choice of how you want to respond in any situation. And sometimes that can just be silence. That can just be. Allow it to be. Sometimes we don't need to say anything. And I, I feel like she gives us or helped me to give me, um, you know, confidence that whatever I choose to do, that's my decision. And I don't have to do anything for somebody else. And I don't even have to answer any questions. So um, just inviting you into that space if you're not there yet or if you're there to celebrate you for being there and standing strong and honoring and witnessing you in your sovereign power. Um, and, and yeah, as I told you earlier, the, the excitement is, is my poetry book. Um, I have a lot of things I'm going to be sharing about that. So I'm really excited. If any of you are interested in um, publishing your stories and just want to know some, you know some insights or having some challenges writing your story, definitely connect with me. Um, that's really what I do. I really help people to you know, deal with their own emotions, like you know, really connect with them, accept them, love them and allow yourself to be authentically you. As I said earlier, you know, people who've gone through chronic trauma, both men and women, we have a lot of fears. We have a lot of um, challenges. We have a lot of secret places that we don't like to show uh, because of, of a lot of things, shame, judgment, all sorts of things. Um, but the more that we just allow that and vulnerable and share those words with the public, and, um, you know, it's healing for us. Writing is healing. As, as my, you know, the, the company name is Wild Writers Heal. We heal when we write and people heal when they read. So it's a very important process. And she says here, you know, our women's stories are so important. I grew up on women's stories. Um, my whole family, we would tell stories. My mother used to tell me so many stories. So it is definitely my mission to help women to tell their own story and to, you know, reap the benefit of that story and totally stand in their power in their stories. So if that resonates with you, definitely connect with me. I'm here to um, help you to totally be in your power, uh, to stand in your own power alone and with another. You know, we can, we together we rise and we can be on our own. We are the queens of our own domains. Sovereignty and balance are my words for this year. So if you're interested in connecting more with me, definitely go to my website, gilanahemya.com. have a lot of information there. Um, my book will be up there um, shortly. And, um, and a really nice uh, course to take with my poetry book that's coming out is The Words of Seduction. It's a great course on self-pleasure and expressing your desires. Um, so that's straight on my website and um, when you purchase it within 24 hours you'll have access to the course and I've been hearing very good reviews about that. People are really enjoying it. It's very, very reflective. Um, there are four modules and two main modules where you really go deep into your own psyche and into your own desires and into your own wants and really standing, standing into it and believing to, to express yourself because right here there are throat chakras many of us are you know it's challenging to really say what we feel um but i take you there so um thank you all of you for watching if you have any questions let me know 
Um, uh, if you're watching on the replay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, more to come on this series. I'm actually putting some of these in a podcast. So if you weren't able to listen to all of it and you'd like to hear it again, um, I definitely can. Um, I'm, I'm starting to do that now. And I may be go- going into a new series in a podcast in the future. So, because um, I really love, um, I love reading, I love writing. It is my passion, it is my creative passion. So this is one of many poetry books I'm going to be publishing in my life and, um, and another memoir to come. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a beautiful Thursday. And you know, really remember to be compassionate with yourself. You are so amazing. You have so much to share. And if you are willing and wanting to really stretch, connect with me. Um, we, there's always ways, there's so many different things that I do. And join me in my Facebook group, Embody Your Deepest Desires. I'll post a link after I'm done. If any of you want to see more of me, um, in just 10 minutes or so, I'm going to be with Ashley Sunshine in the Goddess um, Temple. Uh, it's in my feed. Definitely join her group. She's going to do an interview with me, and I'd love to see you there. Namaste, Shanti, Shalom. Bye-bye. Have a wonderful weekend. And I'm doing this every Thursday right here on YouTube and in Facebook. So join again next week, and the replays will be here. Namaste, Shanti, Shalom.